Southwest cancels nearly 2,000 flights this weekend, and airline pilot releases an anti-vaccine mandate video California to require gender-neutral toys in large stores, and New York City is facing a shoplifting epidemic. We're getting to all this and more in just one second. If you can, please drop this video a like, subscribe to the Pulse Notifications on new video every single day. Now, this show is completely funded and supported by you guys. So if you're watching on YouTube, please click the join button, become a YouTube channel member. If you're watching on Facebook, Facebook, click the support button right now, or you can go over to my Patreon and support me there, a dollar, two dollars, whatever it is, it'd be greatly appreciated. Well, let's get right into this. So Southwest allegedly cancels over 1,000 flights due to the vaccine strikes. Now this is alleged. Now, they're now what the claims are out there right now is that the uh, pilots are going on strike against the vaccine mandates and that's what caused Southwest to shut down. Now, Southwest is going on the defense saying it's because of technical issues, it's because of the weather, and we're going to go through and we're going to show you some facts and the reality of the situation that's going on. I don't want to say anything that's going to make us get fact-checked, but let's, let's, let's read. We're going to read the mainstream media article first. So let's see. Um, a long weekend, a bit long, okay, whatever. The largest uh, low-carrier... Uh, cancellations, uh, three of every 10 departures had scheduled on Sunday, disruptions on Monday, the federal holiday with 337 flights or about 10 canceled so far, according to the aviation tracking website. The company blamed the cancellations on air traffic control problems and limited staffing in Florida, as well as bad weather. Now, in reference to that bad weather stuff, someone did tweet out saying, good call by... Uh, for Southwest to cancel flights out of Columbus, Ohio due to weather. As someone who just flew out of there, I would never want anyone to suffer through the same 70 degree, 70 degree temperature with zero wind or rain that we face. Thankfully today for the bravery our pilots showed. Um, so let's continue reading. Um, this is what the airline said. We've continued diligent work through the weekend to reset our operation with a focus on getting air traffic and crews repositioned to take care of our customers, the airline said in the statement. In the statement, Federal Aviation Administration said that there have been no air traffic-related cancellations since Friday. The agency said that the airlines are experiencing delays because of aircraft and crews being out of place. Um, this is what the air traffic uh, route control person said. Uh, flight delays and cancellations occur for a few hours Friday afternoon due to widespread severe weather, military training, and limited staffing in uh, the Jacksonville Air Traffic Control FAA said. According, uh, however, other airlines did not appear to be severely impacted by these issues. On Sunday, American Airlines canceled 2% uh, of its flights, and low-budget Spirit Airlines also canceled 2%. It's a busy travel weekend, as Monday it's a federal holiday. Uh, Southwest canceled 808 flights on Saturday, stranding thousands of passengers across the country. We're just driving instead. Uh, whatever, set the fly. Okay, they, they, it seems like they just kind of like interviewed someone. Trouble at Southwest. Last week, the airline announced a vaccine mandate for employees, fueling speculation that the weekend delays may be caused by a pilot walkout. Southwest Airlines must join uh, our industry peers in complying with the federal government COVID-19 vaccination directives. I encourage all Southwest employees to meet the federal directives as quickly as possible since we value every individual and want to ensure job security for all. The Southwest Pilots uh, Association claimed the cancellations were due to poor management planning. CNN has reached a, whatever for comment. SWAPA is aware of the operational difficulties affecting Southwest <clears throat> today. 
due to the number of issues, but we have confidence that our pilots are not participating in any unofficial job actions, the union said in a statement. Southwest has had a difficult year. The airline's the worst. Okay, whatever. Uh, promise to address the problems. I believe that the union might have also filed a lawsuit. Now, let's read this article real quick. This one, see, TMZ reported, okay, uh, Southwest became the latest airline uh, to the mandate the vaccines and employees against COVID-19. The airline gave its employees until December 8th to become fully inoculated. Friday, Southwest pilot filed the, the a Southwest pilot union filed a legal documents against the airline attempting to stop the mandate in its tracks. So it seems like the, the Southwest pilot union wants to end the mandate. So it's not uh, you know, it, it it's not doesn't seem too far off that they did did go on strike. It could be like a little warning shot. You know, hey, we're gonna go on strike, but we'll keep our mouth shut on this one. Uh, we can have a way bigger one going down if you guys don't do something about this. It's possible, and this is why I say it's important for police officers. It's important for teachers to not quit their jobs over leftist BS. And I guess maybe if it gets too, too far to a point, maybe you have to, but. The point is that the left, the Democrats, want to remove anybody from any form of position of power and authority. That's why they want teachers to quit. They want police officers to quit. They want healthcare workers to quit. And if they're not going to quit, they're going to make them quit or force them to resign or force them to get fired. Now, I think it's very important that people in positions of power and authority um, even important positions, you know, pilots, I, I feel that's an extremely important job position they have power they have a certain level of power especially in groups of numbers that's why i don't think it's good for us to quit and run away from the problems because we don't like what's going on it's best to beat the system from the inside it's best to become not pretty much like kind of like become the system it's like how if we had every single police officer doesn't want to enforce vaccine mandates from the top down vaccine mandates won't get enforced that's the point i'm trying to make if the if the democrats are requiring critical race theory to be taught to schools and let's just say every single teacher is a republican that doesn't want to teach it it doesn't get taught or if you're being forced to teach it you could still teach it in a way where maybe you're not indoc getting kids aren't getting indoctrinated. If you as a Republican teacher quits because you don't want to teach critical race theory, they're going to replace you with a radical socialist that's going to be giving extra credit to kids to go to BLM riots. Same thing for the police. If you don't want to, if you're a police officer and you're forced to enforce COVID ma ma mandates, and you see a, a restaurant not following them, what you can do is just go there and instead of writing them a ticket and sending them to jail. You, as a patriot, would be like, hey, you know, I don't want to enforce this, yada, 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 but, you know, uh, you know, other people are probably going to force it to so just be, keep an eye out, but, but whatever. You can give people a warning, give people a tip off, just write them, a, you know, versus if you quit, they're going to replace you with a radical leftist who is, is just going to be, okay, well, we're going to take you to jail now for violating your stuff. That, you, you see how they, they want to push you us out. They want to push us out of society so they can take over society. Don't let them push you out of society. I think that also goes... For airline pilots, stick your ground and disturb and disrupt the way that the system's working. Disrupt the money flow. That's the only way you can possibly get what you want. But if all these pilots decided to start quitting slowly after another and they were just going to get replaced by radical leftists, you know, hey, then there would be none of this. They would, they would be not accepting people to fly who are unvaccinated. 
The union claimed that our pilots will continue to overcome SWA management poor planning as well as an external operational challenges and remain the most productive pilots in the world, clearly jabbing at the airlines. Uh, Southwest at the time has not mentioned any type of strike of employees, so we'll see how this plays out. We'll see if it's exposed that this was a strike. Um, I kind of hope it was. I hope it is. I've been an airline pilot for 18 years, and now I'm facing an ultimatum. Not a choice, but an ultimatum. I'm being told in order to continue my career as an airline pilot, I must be vaccinated which really means I have to choose between putting food on the table for my family and my freedom of choice. Whether you believe in vaccination is the right thing to do or not, the situation goes far beyond health. We, the American people, have fought for freedom for 257 years. We go around the world spreading ideas of freedom and democracy. We help other countries and people fight for their freedoms, while ours are being stripped away. You may think being forced to wear a mask or get a vaccination is insignificant but when you begin to compile mandate after mandate and loss of freedom after freedom it becomes very significant as each thing is taken away we face what is known as the shifting baseline syndrome this syndrome changes our idea of a new and acceptable normal soon we will not remember what it was like to have the freedoms we once did our children and our grandchildren will experience less freedom and they won't have the privilege or the pleasure to enjoy the same choices our parents had or that we have. If we give into these mandates and we do not stand up for our freedom of choice, we dishonor every armed service person over the last 257 years. A disservice to the people who have fought and bled for the very freedoms we enjoy. Whether you believe in vaccination or not, I'm standing up for your freedom of choice. You may support the vaccine mandates because they fall in line with your current beliefs. But if we let this happen now, there will be a day when what you're told to do will not fall in line with your beliefs. If we do not stand together and fight back in one voice, soon we could be told where to live, what job we will do, what religion to believe, and how many children we can have. Do you really want someone telling your children or your grandchildren what when and how they will live every minute of their lives. It's time we take a stance. It's time we fight for our freedom of choice while we still can. That was an amazing video, I gotta say. That is, that, this is a really good video. I wanna break down a few points on what he said. Order to, order um, hold on, okay. So a few points I wanna break down in, in reference to the left. Um, so he said this, he said this. I have, a cho I have to choose between putting food on my table for my family and my freedom of choice. Now, this, this is the problem. This is where the Democrats are kind of grabbing us by the balls, is they're not giving you really a choice. Because most people would say, well, you know, like I, I have to just get it. I, you know, I care so much for my family. I care so much for my kids. I'm willing to give up my freedom of choice to this way to provide for them. And I think that that's... There's something as well. You can look at that also in a way of like, that's kind of noble in a way. And then there are people who are just so far right will be like, you're spineless, you're spineless, yada, 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 buy a farm, whatever. No, like that's not how, that's not how it goes. Not, the world's not that simple. It's not that easy, okay? If you can just go buy a farm. The, the point is, in, in that statement that he said is, you know, when, when, you're, when your back's against the wall and you have no choice and you have two roads to go down, okay? One road is, I guess, the easier road. 
where you can just comply, get vaccinated. You get vaccinated, that's not going to stop you also from fighting against a tyranny system. You can still fight against a tyranny system in, in ways within that, you know, from conforming. But in return, your family would have some security that they're used to. You won't have to deal with too many hardships. You'll have a paycheck coming in. You'll have your job. You'll be able to, kids will be able to grow up. You'll be able to send them to school, to college, whatever. They'll be able to live, you know, uh, a, a life you would want them to live economically. Or you can go the other path, deny getting the vaccine, make a fuss about it, get fired. Now you're jobless. You have no income. You might have to downsize your home. You might need to pull your kids out of that private school, send them to public school. Your wife might need to get a part-time job. You might have to get a job working, a, a job that you don't really want to work, a job that may not be able to pay the bills. And your quality of life and your family, and most importantly, your family's quality of life goes down. Honestly, if I was in that situation and there was no other options, you know what I mean? There might be something else you can do. I mean, people, some people are lucky enough to have that option where they can quit their job or fight against that job or, you know, pull stuff together to end that, whatever that situation. Not everybody has that luxury. And there's going to be people out there that are faced with that difficult situation where those are their two only choices. And I cannot blame somebody for sacrificing their freedoms for their family. Like that, to me, I, you can't be mad at anyone for that. I think that's noble to a certain degree, okay? Because when it's just you being affected, that's a different story, okay? If it's, if it's just me, I'm living by myself, don't got to provide for anybody, don't got to care for anyone, yeah, maybe my, my decisions would be based because it, it's me. Okay, I can lose my job. Okay, screw them. I'll go figure something else out. It's only me hurting from that. Whereas if you're be having that selfish move where you're like, no, I'm going to fight back against this, you're putting other people at risk, other people in, in not, I wouldn't say danger, but you're hurting the well-being of other people that you're supposed to be caring for. That's the difference. That's what makes this tough. Um, so can't really blame people for making the moves and the decisions that they, are, they, that they do end up making. We the American people. Um, let me think, what else? was I going to say? It, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. And also the same end of the spectrum is you, we shouldn't be quitting our jobs over these things because they're just going to replace you with radical leftists. And we all know that's not going to be a good thing. You, you, we don't want them to replace these jobs with radical leftists because that's what they want to do. They want to kick everybody out. Now I'm going to read more about... Um, stuff that he was saying another another great point that he made is one day we'll, we're just not going to be able to recognize this world that we're living in and i've been saying that for a while too there are kids right now growing up who do not know what normal is this is what the left has been saying is we're gonna we need to go back we need a new normal we can't go back to normal it's gonna be a new normal and he's right with that whole baseline shift is a new normal is wear masks wherever you go that's like the baseline normal now which is sad. It shouldn't be like that. This is why I, I don't. I do not believe that we will be able to coexist. Also, at the very end, he said something like, uh, "Would you want the government to decide where you work, what religion, what your kids, how many kids you can have?" And honestly, for us freedom lovers, we say no. We don't want the government to enforce that or even have any say of that in our lives. But there are leftists out there that are like, "Hmm, yeah, I'm down for that." That sounds pretty easy. I don't got to do anything. I don't got to make any choices. I don't got to decide. The government just 
hands me a job, tells me what to do, tells me what religions to follow, um, tells me how many kids I can have. It seems safe. It seems comfortable. And to those people out there that believe that, what are you doing in this country? What are you doing here? Leave. Go to, go to China or something. Go to Canada, go to Mexico, anywhere but here. Why are you here if you believe in that? This is why I don't think we're going to be able to coexist in this country anymore. Because you have on one hand people who love freedoms, and the other hand people who want to be controlled by the government. We cannot coexist. We could probably coexist if we lower the power of the federal government and let states just be states, free states, and slave states. Go back to that again. So California is to require gender-neutral toys in large stores. So California is to require gender-neutral displays for toys and child care items at large stores. Now, the thing is, here's the thing. This is, this is crazy. The, the socialists, the left, they do not believe in the free market. They do not believe in capitalism. They do not believe in supply and demand. To them, those are just made-up theories that don't exist and they don't work. Listen, if there is a demand for gender-neutral toys... Stores will supply that demand. If people are coming in saying, hey, I want a gender-neutral doll, and the store clerk will be like, sorry, we don't sell those here. But if a few people start asking, you know what, maybe I'll, I'll order a small shipment of that. That is supply and demand. And then when that store says, you know what, I'll order a small shipment, then the big brands that are supplying those toys are like, oh, wow, look, it looks like our sales are increasing in gender-neutral toys. Let's just make some more. That is the supply and demand free market economy. Isn't it, isn't it crazy how easy that could work? Like, dear socialists, isn't that, isn't that a crazy idea where you don't need to force people to do something where businesses adhere to demands of their customers? Cra crazy idea to, to think of. But that's how the world works. So, California has become the first state to say large department stores must display products and toys and toothbrushes in gender-neutral ways, a win for LGBT advocates who say the pink and blue uh, hues of traditional marketing methods press their children to conform to gender stereotypes. This is, this shouldn't have, the government should have zero say, no say in what a department store toys they can display in that manner. The new law signed Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom Saturday does not outlaw traditional boys and girls sections at department stores and says that large stores must also have a gender-neutral display, uh, a reasonable selection of items. We all know that that, that section is going to be completely stuffed all the time. No one's going to be buying anything from it. Um, a reasonable section for items regardless of whether they have been traditionally marketed at either boys or girls. Here's the thing. If you're a gender-neutral parent that's raising your kid that way, first off, child abuse. Second off, uh, the free market demand of you will... You can order it online. You really want a gender-neutral toy? Order it online. Or start up a gender-neutral toy store. You'll go out of business because you probably won't get any customers. But instead, it's a small group of people who want to force. And this is... This is why the left loves big government Democrats. Because it puts them in a position where they feel like they can actually have power. This is something probably the big department stores don't really care about and won't fight against. They'll be like, okay, we'll give you this little win. So this way we can use you for the next time we need we need you. Uh, let's, let's continue. They do not include clothes. This law only applies, applies to child care items, which include hygiene and teething products, but only applies to stores with at least 500 employees, meaning small businesses are exempt. Good. A growing body of academic... Uh, research has shown that the gender-specific toys can stunt a child's emotional and psychological growth. 
If you want to develop children physically, cognitively, academically, musically, and artistically, toys that are not strongly gender types are most likely to do this. Well, it seems like that should be up to the parent. It seems like that should be up to the, the choice of the parent, not up to Gavin Newsom banging the gavel and forcing stores to put XYZ in, in their stores. Research found that in general, toys must associate with boys relatively fighting aggression, wrestlers, sh- toy shoulders, whatever toys most associated with girls were related to appearance, Barbie dolls, accessories, ballerina costumes, makeup, jewelry, etc. It's almost like there's an, there's um, uh, a biological formula to this. It's almost like men are biologically wired uh, to become the protectors, the caregivers, the soldiers that fight in the wars, you know, the big strong men that protect the women. And it's almost like women were geared to be a homemaker, uh, you know, keep up with their appearances to find a good mate, a good match, a nice strong mate for, you know, it, it's almost it's almost like that these toys are based off of bi- biology demands. Almost like that, you know, even if you could go back, you can probably go back thousands of years and find ancient toys that are extremely similar to the toys we're seeing today. I don't think they had some evil capitalist structure back then, but yeah. Assemblyman Evan Lowe, a Democrat from San Jose, who authorized a California bill, said that he was incredibly grateful Newsom signed the bill this year. The third time Democrats in the state legislators have tried to pass this law. Similar bills failing from 2019 to 2020. Lowe said that he inspired the 10-year-old girls. Okay, I don't even care about that one anymore. The law was opposed by some Republicans and some conservative groups who argue that the government should not tell parents how to shop for their children. Like, this is why California is a sinking ship. Okay, they have all these problems going on in California. And what, what do they focus on? What do the Democrats focus on? This bullshit, okay? It, it is time. If you're in California, I have to break it to you. It's time to leave. It's time to get out if you're a Republican there. Move to a swing state. Let's flip some states red. I know there's some Republicans out there in, in swing states, some Republicans out there in red states are like, no, don't California, my XYZ. Listen, the people that are mostly leaving California are Republicans, okay? You're going to want Republicans to leave to come to your area because that makes your area better, okay? So don't complain that California Republicans are leaving California to go to Nevada, Texas, or Florida, okay? Don't complain. Welcome them. If there are leftists coming there and you see leftists come there, you should just sit them down and explain to them how they should either move back or vote Republican. New York City is facing a shoplifting epidemic. Let's read Third world, New York City drugstore shelves are empty amid shoplifting surge. So essentials like tampons are completely gone off the shelves at certain drugstores. Thanks to a citywide shoplifting tsunami, bare necessities are now rare luxuries on drugstore shelves uh, across New York City. It looks like a third world country. Manhattan resident, after eyeing the aisles in 6th Street, whatever, uh, they've been stolen, a CVS employee said to the Post. State bail reforms make shoplifting a promising career option for some New York City crooks. One man, Isaiah Rodriguez, 22 of Queens, 22, was arrested 46 times this year alone. Wow. Is that being arrested like every, what, eight days? They bl- the blame goes straight to the halls of power in Albany, said the New York City top cop, um, Shia. Insanity. The police commissioner tweeted last week in response to the Post report, no other way is to describe the resulting crime that has flowed from a disastrous bail reform law. Serial shoplifters, even if arrested, typically walk free the same day. Cases against them 
are often not prosecuted. Drugstores filled with aisles and small necessities offer easy harvesting gold mines for thieves. I mean, okay, so the problem is Democrats. As of September 12th, the city has seen uh, 26,000 complaints of retail theft and most ever recorded going back to 1995. It's up 32% of spike from last year and a 38% surge from 2014. This is the state of Democrat cities. This is the state of how the Democrats run things. How many times do we need to see? To, this, this is what the left does. This is why the left needs to pull up the COVID numbers all the time. Because the only thing that the left has on red states right now is, well, the COVID numbers, the COVID numbers. Look, at the, people are dying there, the COVID numbers. Well, people are, people are dying from their own free will. They're saying... If they even are dying from it, let's be real here. They're saying, well, I'm not going to take the vaccine. I'll take my chances. And then they die. It's like, okay, so what? Like, if I die from COVID, from not taking the vaccine, I hate to break it to you left this. It's my choice. It's crazy. You can actually have a choice that can result in your demise. Or you can have a choice that actually results in a positive way. Whereas when people start dropping dead from the vaccine 10 years from now, 20 years from now, if that happens, hopefully it doesn't. We can sit there and say, well, good thing I didn't take the vaccine. You know what I mean? So, hey, leave it up to people's freedom of will, freedom of choice. Problem here with the Democrats is every single time you can pull up something that's going on in their state, going on in their city, that's actually completely destructive from a normal standpoint, from a pre-COVID standpoint, and, and something that'll be around forever. Theft, crime, economy, inflation. That stuff's way more important than the COVID infection rate numbers. Let's be real here. It's not every day you, you go track the, the flu numbers and force people to wear masks. So listen, if you're living in a Democrat city and state, it's your moral obligation. It's, you need to get out. You need to do everything you can. Line up a new job. Sorry, you might have to leave your family. You might have to. Maybe try to move your family. Maybe go, don't go somewhere too far, somewhere that you can still go drive over. But it's best don't let these Democrat states get your tax dollars. Don't enrich them. Don't make these Democrat states and these Democrat cities any better because of you as a contributing member contributing to that economy. You're also contributing to the destruction of that state because they're going to be using your money for nefarious purposes. Go somewhere else where you agree with them. I recommend swing states. If you move every single California Republican and every single New York Republican, if even if you move a tenth of them out to swing states, a tenth of them, Maybe probably even less, probably a 20th of them. If you move them to swing states, every single swing state will be solidly red, so much to the point where even their voter fraud won't be able to keep up. Like, I'm talking solidly red, okay? That's where we win. Strategy. Don't fight battles you can't win. Don't, don't fight the sinking ship of California and New York. It's not worth it. We have so many valuable assets and valuable resources in California and New York, and I'm talking about Republican voters. Extremely valuable assets and valuable. Extremely valuable. Let's export those valuable assets off those sinking ships and send them to a place where they can float. Thank you guys for watching. Please drop a video like, subscribe to the Pulse Vacations on New Year's Day. If you can listen to the full of the show, the Joey Saldino Show, and all the podcast apps, if you support my show, please become a Patreon member, YouTube channel member, Facebook supporter. Do all that, and I'll shoot you a message to personally thank you. Listen to the episode of the show, Joey Saldino Show, all the podcast apps. Go there right now. Subscribe. Peace out.